In this episode of Next Best Customer, I have my good friend Jason Wilmot of Hactix joining us. Jason is just an absolute expert when it comes to paid advertising that can be on Facebook, YouTube, Google, kind of anywhere where paid advertising fits in. Jason is the guy that I recommend and uh, we always go to. So in this episode, we talk through a lot of different things, kind of some very basics, things everybody should be doing from a sales and marketing perspective, and also a few more in-depth strategies for you to consider as you're promoting your products and services. So with that, let's jump into the show. So hey everyone, it's Blake Johnston with Next Best Customer. Thanks for joining us. Really excited. I have a good buddy of mine, Jason Wilmot, the founder of Hactics. Jason, how are we doing? Doing well. Thank you for having me, Blake. I appreciate this, sir. Absolutely. So Jason is my go-to whenever somebody needs anything paid advertising. Uh Jason is the first person that I call. We've worked on a ton of projects together. But Jason, give uh, give the audience some perspective on kind of what you do every day and, and what Hactics is. Sure. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks again for having me. So, and yes, thank you for... Um, thank you for sending folks my way. It's always fun to kind of help them along their way. So I think the best way to kind of frame this up is to understand that online advertising is, uh, is a difficult task and people struggle with it. And uh, what I've tried to do over the past few years is to kind of understand and systematically approach this in ways that are understandable uh, for business owners so that you can you know, create predictable outcomes and then leverage proof. I think when we're talking about um, online advertising, people think like, like it's just kind of sending ads out into the void when that's not the truth. You can actually connect clicks to customers and you can know what's working and what's not. You can spend into what's working and kind of scale with assurance. But, you know, a lot of people don't know that. Um, and I think the main reason why is one, all of these platforms, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, they're all pay to play. And so mistakes literally cost you money. So I think people tend to avoid that. But then the other thing is, um, I've had the privilege of spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars past over the past few years. And you kind of learn the ins and outs and what not to do and what you can do. And then kind of through all of that, you kind of learn what is really um, effective and then what is more experimental. And it's just trying to say like, okay, so what are the things that I know will work for, you know, a business, whether it's e-com, whether it's service-based business, whether it's SaaS, there's kind of some fundamental pieces that you can always go to. And then uh, once those are set, then that's kind of when the fun begins. So yeah, uh, so that's kind of, I help, yeah, businesses kind of navigate uh, this paid system. But more than anything, like what I really like nerding out about is tracking, like, because that's that's the ROI, that's the fun. It's funny, uh, as you mentioned that, especially as you think about uh, it costing money every time you're running bad advertisements. I mean, everybody sees this on, you know, Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, like, I, you know, I get hit up for the weirdest advertisements and I know it's just because their targeting's terrible, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I get asked if I want to buy leads, like lead gen That's for roofing funny. companies. It's like, no, I'm in the lead gen world. So I get <laughs> how we get there, but like, I'm not buying roofing leads or there's funny ones around just like, uh, believe it or not, I don't do a ton of like lifting weights and working out. I know it may seem like I do, <laughs> but 
<laughs> but like I'm constantly getting hit up for just the craziest workout. I'm like, what in my, you know, in my decision making that I'm, yeah, how did this get targeted to me? So exactly. anyway, it, it cracks me up. And to your point, um, the devil's in the details, right? Yes. yes. Uh, like that's the problem. That's why I shouldn't be running and why I don't run, you know, our own campaigns. So talk with me a little bit. I mean, you know, uh, I'm a founder of a company or you're mm-hmm. talking with founders of companies, like mm-hmm. what's the lowest hanging fruit? Like, where do you start? That's a great question. Um, and normally kind of, I feel like the most important where you start is you actually it's, so I have a history in education. So I'm going to try to bring that in here for a second. I feel like the most important thing when it comes to running ads is understanding how to just think about a funnel. Like it's just most, most marketers. And I would definitely fall into this. We're, we're always thinking of like, how do we get more people to our website? How do we get people into the funnel or all of this? But the most important concept that I think I've really honed in on over the past few years is you have to think from the bottom of the funnel up. You have to think about, I mean, your funnel should be optimized for sales. It shouldn't be optimized for clicks, right? Because at the end of the day, sales is what grows a business. And so you have to think about how do I optimize my funnel for sales? And so you, you, you start to think about, well, who is most likely to buy? And then on top of that, you have to establish like this tracking system. So, you know, like if you're spending money on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, you need to know your ROI for each platform, because what that's going to do is that's going to allow you to spend more money. Um, but as far as like the lowest hanging fruit goes, this is the majority of business. It's people already on your website. So um, when I start to work with a business and they get excited about like running ads or something like this, the first thing that I always say is like, we ha- first we have to establish tracking and conversions. Like, uh, and essentially what tracking and conversions are is like, you have to understand your website is a mechanism and it should be your best salesperson, by the way. But your, your website is a mechanism that you can program and that you can automate to work on your behalf. But at the very bottom of your funnel, you have to have systems of proof. So you have to know where people are you know, coming in or opting in at, right? And most of the time, the way that we track that is through conversions. So when I'm working with a business, that's the very first thing that we set up. And it's like, well, what is a conversion? Basically, it's like, well, what is the one thing that it's going to take for you to make money? If you're a SaaS company, maybe it's a free trial. Maybe it's a, a demo. Uh, if, you know, if you're a different business, maybe it's a phone call or you know, in e-commerce, it's somebody buying, right? That's pretty easy. Yeah. So you're trying to establish like what is that thing? And then once you've built that in, then you can start running ads because you will know if the ads actually convert. You will know what's working and what's not. And so um, in the land of internet marketing, there is this very important word called intent. And intent is what we want to go after. But where most businesses like are interested in like, I want to run Google search ads because I know people are typing in this one, you know, one query. And that's great. You want to meet the people where they are. You want to meet them. uh, You want to meet the intent. But there's one spot where there's more intent than anywhere for your business. And it's on your own website. So I always start with retargeting and remarketing because that's generally uh, the highest impact. It's generally uh, your best ROI. And it's generally where people are hanging out who have the most intent. And a lot of businesses just don't leverage retargeting for what it's worth. And so that's normally where we start. So we start with the tracking, start with retargeting. And then once all of these systems are built, then that's when it's fun because then you can continue to pour in traffic, whether it's paid, whether it's organic, whether it's from podcasts like this, but the whole system is already optimized. And so that's kind of where I like to start. And that's where I feel like most businesses could probably use the most, um, 
help is just kind of setting up this little system because they already have great methods of getting people into their funnels. Just like, well, now just let the, let the machine work for you. Yep. And by retargeting, it's basically, you know, if somebody hits your website, mm-hmm. you're going to start following them around with ads wherever they are, right? Correct. I think, when you're setting up most retargeting, how complex are you getting? Meaning, you know, we have five core pages on our, like service pages on our site. Some, one of them is for consulting and another's for outsourced appointment setting. Mm-hmm. Are those very separate ads? Are those separate retargeting? Or like how nuts do you go when you're just kicking off a project like this? That's funny. Well, because like I like to go nuts. So I I do like to go kind of get into the weeds and all of that. But I know that's not the case for most businesses. And I know you need to just kind of start. So I think keep it simple, stupid is probably good advice to start with, right? Yeah. Um, but you can get as um you can get as nuanced as you want. And so I think something to consider just in retargeting, it's all based upon events in a day since the event occurred. So the easiest way to understand retargeting and events and qualifying and all of that is through e-commerce, whether you are an e-commerce brand or not, like did they add something to the cart and did they buy? So if they didn't buy, but they added something, there's some intent there. So we want to go after those folks. It's the same way on your website. So basically what you need to do on your website, whether you have one opt-in or two or whatever, you need to understand kind of what is, how has somebody qualified themselves, right? So if they've clicked your call to action, if they, everybody has a contact us form, right? If, if they've started to fill out the form, but for some reason they left, like that's where you start to retarget them. And yeah, you're right. You want to hit them. You want to hit them everywhere in my opinion, right? Because one, you want kind of achieve this omnipresent remarketing or retargeting, but two, if you are remarketing everywhere, that's going to give you good insight into what's your, what, what's your best channel, you know? Like maybe you want to bring somebody in organically. Maybe you want to bring somebody in via YouTube or whatnot, but you know that Facebook is the best way to retarget or remarket. So you want to use all of these places and and each actually platform has their own unique advantages. Like Google display is great. It's low converting, but you basically get to follow somebody around the internet for free. You have free impressions until somebody clicks. Right. If uh, you run YouTube ads and you use the CPV setting, you're going to get a full 30 seconds in front of that person for free until they watch 30 seconds. Um, and that's great. And then there's Facebook and Instagram, which is probably where I would start because that's the easiest. You can segment people way easier. Um, but yeah, there's just so many advantages to using all of the platforms. It's like, yeah. why not, right? Oh, 100%. And it can get really, I mean, you know this a lot more than I do, but it can be like, you know, only send it to people who spend X amount of time on a page or click a button and watch your video. Or I mean, it can get mm-hmm. it can get pretty wild. What so uh, we'll do every once in a while, like retargeting where we're doing it on outbound campaigns, right? So you can upload a list of people. Mm-hmm. Is that, are, do you categorize that as retargeting as well? Or is that something different? Well, we could split hairs, uh, you know, around whatever. But I always feel like retargeting, they've, they've qualified themselves somehow. Um, and that doesn't mean they've been to your website. Like you can retarget people who, like on, on YouTube, right? Uh, whether they watch, you could say, hey, the people who've watched or engaged with an ad of mine on YouTube, but they didn't click, like you can re-engage those folks. Yeah. Um, you could do the same thing with the CSV. So, you know, I'm always, I always feel like retargeting is always a second touch. Um, but, you know, again, you could probably split hairs as far as, you know, what's retargeting and what's not. Uh, but generally what I'm looking for is like, 
I've got campaigns where I'm either sending in traffic or I'm warming up the, the people who've kind of already quote unquote qualified themselves. Um, and that's the hardest part. Yeah. Did they click a button? Did they watch something? Yeah. But here's one thing to that. Um, the, the most important, I shouldn't say the most hyperbole is easy, <laughs> easy to fall into, but one very important thing that I think a lot of folks miss when it comes to retargeting is the exclusion audience. You have at some point, right? In a funnel, there is an endpoint. And if somebody reaches that endpoint, you have to kick them out. And that's where businesses overspend on retargeting because they're retargeting the people who already opted in. Like yeah. you have to be able to segment and move people in and out. So, so that, that makes sense. It's like the thing that you bought that keeps advertising to you over and over. And you're yes. like, I've, I've purchased this. There's, yes. there's no need for that. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think we've does, all seen that too. Does retargeting, as far as just conversions of what you see, obviously you mentioned it's kind of a lowest hanging fruit. Does it mm -hmm. typically outconvert other types of ads or what, you know, um, how should we think about it? Um, that's a really good question. It, it's hard to make a blanket statement. Actually, it's easy to make blanket statements. Um, but yeah, I would say just, like, say, just say yes. Yeah, it does. Just say, well, <laughs> always. The, the, in e commerce, it's always the answer yeah. is always yes. In e commerce, it's always yes. Because that's very, that's the easiest retargeting. And like, did they buy? Did they not? Did they initiate yeah. checkout? Did they add their credit card but didn't buy? Like, it's always the best money. I mean, um, you know, 10 to 1, 15 to 1. I've seen 18. Like, it's, yeah, it's really, really good. Here's the danger in retargeting is you can continue to just spend money, right? You can, you're, you're spending your time, money, and energy getting people into your funnel, and then you can just keep spending, right? So you have to have these sequences that people are getting kicked out or pushed out or anything like that. Um, but for, I would just say in general, yeah, it is your best money spent because it's like these people, you've already acquired them somehow. It's just like, just keep spending the money on them to, to either provide value with them or provide value to them or, you know, serve them testimonials. Like they've already got that far. They just need that next, that next nudge. So, yeah, I, I can't really think of a scenario where a company shouldn't be doing some level of retargeting, right? I mean, like, even if it's just branding, you know, it's so inexpensive. I mean, it depends on the volume that you have, but are there, are there types of companies that just shouldn't be doing, or is it pretty much should just, you know, you yeah, retargeting I, should you like, you just do it. Right. Or am I wrong about that? No, that's an interesting, I haven't been asked that question. Is there anybody who shouldn't be using it? Um, no, I, I mean, yeah, I think, I think you're always better off just using it. Um, unless you're not like selling anything, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The answer I would say is like, it, it wouldn't make sense. Right. If you're trying to stay in front of people that are going to your website, you should probably use it. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. If you, I mean, if you have a lead client or customer based business, you will always benefit from retargeting. And that's yeah. most businesses out there, I think. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, I know I've spent, I mean, I know how to work the back end of Facebook. I've ran some different ads, like those types of things, but uh, I probably, not probably, I should not be the person monitoring the ads. Like, how do you think about, you know, the decision for companies to do this internally, where I know you do a lot of coaching mm -hmm. versus just hiring and having someone else do it? Like, what are some of the decision points there? Yeah, that's a really good, um, that's a really good question. 
I think, and I'm going to be mindful here. So I coach a lot of marketing agencies, actually. There's, so there's a, so I want to, so what I'm trying to say is there's not a lot of people, there's not a lot of marketing agencies who necessarily know how to do this. Um, now there's two really important things I think in, in just all of ads, it's the creative and the targeting. Like you said, like they can have awesome, they can have awesome creative and that's where you do go to a creative agency and you go get awesome content done. But like, you have to put it in front of the right people where like you were talking about earlier, sometimes that's not the case. Yeah. So I feel like the, where I really like to work with businesses is I do like coaching them on how to do this, the placement, the targeting, the exclusions, the tracking, all of that. Like to me, that's pretty second nature. And I think that most businesses can do that. They just need somebody who has kind of done this before. Again, I, I just think that most businesses don't know how to think about this the right way. And that's, that's okay. Like, you know, I, I talked to a, a roofing owner and she was just like, I, I had no idea that you can actually track you everything online. Like it was a new concept to her. And she, and I mean, they're a multimillion dollar revenue and company, like they're used to spending money to make money. Right. But the, this concept that you are able to track almost, you know, dollar for dollar of the impact of your spending online was new to her. So I do feel like um, businesses can do this. Like I'm a teacher, like I said earlier, I figured out how to do this. Um, but the question is, it always comes back to ease and speed. Do you want somebody to set this up for you? Do you want to do this yourself? Do you want to learn how to do this? Like you can figure out how to do this. It just might take you a time or two. Um, <laughs> but like, as far as like the creative that you're putting in front of somebody, I would like yield to somebody better. all like do that. But then they might not necessarily be the experts on where to, to, um, you know, to put that and how to target it. Yep. Well, you know, we both use virtual assistants, right? Mm -hmm. um, like I've set up a lot of different types of ads and creatives and PDF and those types of things going to Upwork or Fiverr, mm -hmm. right? The ad side of it, you can also get as crazy as you want. I mean, you can buy a, you know, $100,000 package from an agency to kind of shoot and do everything for you. Yeah. And there's the, you know, five person company that can also get creative done for under, you know, $500 or a thousand dollars. There's going to be a little bit of a difference, but um, there are ways to do the creative side very inexpensively. Mm -hmm. I, the tracking side, I mean, just because I've done it and I know a lot of the pitfalls. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to coach someone to do it, and this is my opinion, they have to want to be willing to put in serious hours to really get advanced, right? I mean, uh, this isn't a five-hour thing, right? Or a 10-hour, or or am I wrong? Well, it just, um, it's knowing where to look, right? It's knowing how to, so it's two things, really. It's knowing how to send information in, which is not that difficult once you learn how to do it. And it's actually baked into some platforms very, very well. Like Facebook, you can bake this in. So the hardest part is how do I find it? And then another tough part, like if, if you have, uh, if you, if your business has a CRM, which most businesses probably should, most businesses listening is how do you pipe that information into your CRM? Right. So that's, that's kind of the magic right there. It's not just tracking the clicks, but it's pushing it all the way into the, your CRM. So, you know, your, um, yeah, you know, your attribution. Right. Um, 
but it does take a little bit of time, but it's so worth it. So I was running a funnel for, it was a big funnel, the biggest funnel that I've ever run. We had like a hundred thousand opt-ins in 48 hours. It was a Grammy award-winning artist. We were pushing them in to this funnel. Um, it was a combination of a social media company, a Grammy award-winning artist and another startup. And um, I was in charge of like kind of crafting it all and making sure the tracking is, is, was working, but here's a really, really fun part. So we are spending, um, it wasn't too much, maybe $10,000 over two days, which is a lot of money, right? Right. Um, maybe it's not a lot of money. Maybe it is. But what's cool about that was like day two, we could look at the data in real time. We could see which audiences they were sending in from which platforms, which ad, which ones were actually converting. And so there was like a good go-between of like, I would reach out to the agency who's running the ads and say, Hey, can we, can we dial this campaign back? And can we reallocate the spend here? And so that's where, that's where all of this gets kind of fun. Like, because you're optimizing on the fly and this is real time. Yeah. Uh, that's it's, that's like, that's, what's crazy about all of this is if you can track it, you can know this stuff in real time or maybe like a 20 minute delay. So you can really make some high impact decisions and, um, and that's everything kind of in this, like if you can reallocate and you can push more, um, then that's, that's, what's going to help you win long-term yeah. and in short term, I guess. I think a lot of people don't realize that the better you do in advertising on like Facebook, the cheaper it gets. Yes. Like they care that their people are engaged. So if people are clicking on your ads a lot, it means their people are engaged and, and are staying in Facebook longer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it actually is cheaper to do it the right way and spend the money the right way over the long haul, right? Yes. Yeah. Inside Google um, and Facebook, there's something called a quality score and it's going to give you the indicator. And without getting too much into it, but like this is all based on bidding, how much you're willing to bid in order to put your ad in front of somebody. Well, you can kind of jump in front of people's bids, even if your bid is lower because Facebook or Google knows that this is actually going to give the person what they want. So you're exactly right. Like what Facebook or Google and all of these um, platforms want is they actually do want to deliver the right content to the right people because that makes the customer happy, that makes the advertiser happy, and that makes Facebook money. Like everybody kind of wins. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, makes a ton of sense. So uh, walk, walk me through some of the different offerings that you guys have, meaning I know you have uh, some coaching mm -hmm. uh, and you do a lot of that on kind of that model. Mm -hmm. uh, I know a lot of what you do is also, you know, kind of setting this up and running the whole thing. Give, mm -hmm. give me some context there. Yeah. So thanks for asking. So it's kind of been a, it's been a process of just listening to what people have needed. Um, so at Hactics, basically what I'm going to help you understand is how to think about this and how to implement, whether it's retarget. And I'm going to show you exactly what to do and how to build it. Like from the bottom up, we start with tracking, then retargeting, and then remarketing. Those are different terms for the same thing. Um, and then once those are built, then I show you how to send in traffic and all of that. So there's a self-serve model where I will, uh, that you can just follow the course, you can follow the blueprint and you can, um, you know, set up retargeting yourself, set up inbound ads yourself, or you can opt into the group coaching or there's some one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then for some people, and honestly, this is, this is where we found the most success is uh, my team and I will build out these systems for you and then hand them over to you and kind of coach you how we built it. Because I, I'm gonna build it pretty much the same way as a template whether you are, you know, and I've been in this space a long time. So I kind of just know how to think about this. If you're e-com, that's fine. If you are, um, you know, a lead client customer-based funnel, 
this is it's going to look very similar. So um, that's the fun part. Like it's building and it's making sure it's right and then it's handing it over and uh, then somebody kind of uh, can take the reins and, and go from there. So that's kind of the best. That's a win-win, but that's a lot more manual on our side. Uh, not nearly as scalable as the self-serve, the self-serve uh, model. But at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is just find what's the best way to get success, right? That what's the best way to get to bring somebody value. Yeah. I mean, everyone's just in such a different spot. I mean, I would consider our internal team to be fairly good marketers, but, you know, we don't have really expertise there, right? Um, so it kind of depends. It mm-hmm. So uh, before we leave all, there's a couple places that I've seen paid work really well that I think most people don't think of. And I just want to mention them because they're top of mind because I made a huge mistake at Outbound View when we first started it. Um, one is around figuring out what content actually hits. Hmm. So what we did at Outbound View is I just, like when I started, I just started writing blog posts. Just so time consuming because I had time at that. You know, time was one thing that I had. So we just wrote and wrote and wrote. And, you know, let's say 5% of those people actually went to, right? They ranked organically or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I if I could have I would have used paid advertising to figure out what people actually wanted and what would have worked and then wrote to that it would have mm-hmm. saved me months and months and months. So mm-hmm. there's like a paid to figure out the right content where you pay a little more upfront, but you figure out like this is what actually people want. And then mm-hmm. I mentioned the other one in Outbound. It's fairly cheap to upload your CSVs to Facebook or whatever when you're going to be doing cold outreach, especially if you have more of a brand, Um, because then they're starting to see you everywhere. And then all of a sudden they're getting cold called from so-and-so, or they're getting a cold email. Mm -hmm. And it's just another touch point that doesn't, doesn't cost very much. So a couple areas to think about that are outside of your normal going after keywords, some of those types of things um, where people should be doing. And then, you know, like we were talking about, it just has to be a component for most companies. I mean, it just, yeah. there's no reason not to. I mean, I think you nailed it where if you're going to be, if you're going to be sending cold email, right? You have a CSV list. You have a list of people that you want to be reaching out to. Either you're going to be cold calling them. You're going to be cold emailing them. Like you can just upload that list to Facebook, pre-market them for two weeks or kind of do it in conjunction with what you're already doing. But yeah, I mean, you're, you, you, and it's not going to cost that much because you're not just casting this ad into anybody and everybody. It's like, you've got a targeted list of 200 or 500, a thousand people. Um, yeah. That's you're complimenting what your team is already you know, going to do for you. So I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, for sure. Well, very cool. Um, thank you so much for joining. Uh, yes. Where should people go to learn more about kind of some of the services you reference? Yeah. So if you want to learn more about Hactics, just go to my website. It's hactics.com. H-A-C-K. T-I-C-S.com. Um, I do have a free e-course. Uh, people can learn more about that. I, I write a lot. I do a lot of YouTube uh, content as well. So I feel like I, I like teaching about this. And if people want to try this themselves, uh, at the moment, I'm offering a seven-day free trial. You can cancel any time from your own credit cards. Like You can hop into this and do it yourself. And I feel like there's been enough people in the program and through the program that I've had enough feedback that I feel like I can um, guide people through success but then if there's questions we do live q a every single week so like i'm here to support people because at the end of the day like uh client student success is my success so that's i mean that's how it works in this game so um you want people to be successful 
yeah, having someone over your shoulder to be like, yes. this isn't working or this seems off is, uh, yes. is a lot easier than trying to figure it out on your own for all those reasons. So exactly. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Really enjoyed your perspective and uh, everybody go to Hacktics and say hello to Jason. He'll be yes. following you around the internet. <laughs> that, that might happen. That, that <laughs> might happen. Well, thank All you. Right. Thank you for having me, Blake. I appreciate it. Thanks. Talk soon.